My name's Cody Smith. I'm Tara Penner. Hi there, I'm Tim O'Campbell. And the three of us are the hosts of a new podcast called The Last Podbender. No, we're talking about martial arts. We're talking about moving things with your mind. We're talking about we're talking about forces of nature at work within the body. We are talking about Avatar, but not the not them blue people or the the live action suck fest. So join us for the last Podbender coming to the Froggy Style Productions Podcast Network and wherever you may listen to podcasts February 1st, 2021. Yep, yep. This podcast is brought to you by Froggy Style Productions. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for up-to-date information regarding this podcast and all the other awesome podcasts that we produce. If you would like to learn more about the podcasts that we produce, visit fsproductions.ca. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of the podcast. Before we get into it, I'm going to take a few moments here and thank the individuals who helped to make this show possible. So a very big thank you to Barbara Emerson, Tori Smith, Tierra Penner, Wanda Smith, Quinn Rupert, and Jeff Perry. Thank you guys so much for your contributions. If you would like to be one of these awesome individuals, you can check out our Patreon page. You can find that at patreon.com slash fsproductions. I'm not going to talk about it too much because we get into it a little bit at the end of this episode. So if you would like to know more about that, just listen to the end and you can find out a bunch of information. Um, All the links that you will need are in the episode notes and the website again is Patreon dot com slash fs productions the one thing that i will say is that we will be releasing a new podcast called the last pod bender i'm sure you heard it right at the beginning of this show uh that'll be coming out on february 1st 2021 but the first episode will be posted on patreon january 1st 2021. So if that's something you're interested in, check it out. Patreon.com slash FS Productions. Again, all the links will be in the episode notes. If you are looking for a free way in which you can support the show, consider leaving a rating or review on your podcast listening app of choice. They really help with visibility and help us to reach the widest audience possible. So ratings and reviews are huge. Uh, if you could do that, that would be awesome and very much appreciated. And again, thank you to all the people who have already left ratings and reviews. You guys are awesome. If you are fans of the show, consider signing up for our monthly newsletter. You can find the sign-up page at fsproductions.ca. It's the very first thing that you're going to see when you visit the website. You just type in your email, hit subscribe, and you are subscribed for the monthly or two the monthly newsletter. The monthly newsletter comes out on the first Monday of every month, and it basically just keeps you up to date with everything that's happening at Froggy Style Productions and with this podcast, Groove Talk. Uh, So basically what it does is it gives you a podcast release schedule for the month, and it also uh, sends you a direct link to all of the 
podcasts that have been released in the previous month. So if you would like podcasts emailed directly to, to your inbox so you don't have to go looking around for them, the newsletter is the perfect thing for you. And I've also started doing a music video of the month, and that's usually a local YYC musician uh, that has released a music video that I really dig, and I've decided to start including that. So there's also the music video of the month. Uh, so yeah, if you're again, if you're fans of the show, the newsletter is probably the thing for you. Also, while you're at fsproductions.ca, check out the website. It got a facelift. It looks way better. The it's more streamlined, it's more cool, and it is still a work in progress, but I'm really happy with the way that it's turning out and the way that it looks now, so check it out. There's lots of supplementary content that goes along with the podcast. And actually, I, w- I would like to say that I have added a donate to the show button. It's just on the right side of the screen. So if you would like to make a one-time donation instead of you know becoming a patron and doing the monthly thing, then you can do that as well. That option is now available to you so fsproductions.ca check it out there's lots of cool things there there's also an online store we sell t-shirts stickers mugs stuff like that Uh, so yeah fsproductions.ca check it out on this very special episode of groove talk uh i am joined by tiara penner And Tierra Penner actually interviews me in this episode. It's our 100th episode. I decided to do something kind of special for it. And I thought, you know, maybe uh, the best way to do that is kind of give you a behind-the-scenes look at how the podcast gets made, how it got started, how we choose guests, and all that kind of cool information is included in this podcast. I was just going to kind of blow by it, like I say in this in this episode, but I decided that, you know, 100 100 episodes is kind of a big deal. We've been doing it for over four years now, and 2021 will be our fifth year, so that's kind of huge. So yeah, I hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that if you are fans of the show, that this kind of gives you a little bit of insight into how we do things uh, over here at Groove Talk. And again, just a big thank you to all of those out there who are listening I wouldn't do it if it wasn't for you, and your support truly means the world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
This is Groove Talk with Froggy Style. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special episode of Groove Talk. This is episode 100 of the podcast. Woo! Woo! <laughs> uh, it's a pretty big deal, I would say. I wasn't sure I was going to do anything special for it. I was just going to post another old episode of the podcast, but then I kind of decided, you know, 100 episodes is kind of a big deal. Most podcasts don't actually make it past like nine episodes or something like that. So the fact that we've been doing this for over four years and uh, we've made it to 100 is, uh, I would say, a pretty big milestone. So uh, yeah, we're going to kind of flip the script a little bit on this episode. And I'm obviously you heard Tierra Penner. Uh, earlier a little bit and she is actually going to be interviewing me yeah it's uh it's very exciting i'm I w- i'm honored to be part of the 100 episode of uh of groove talk it's pretty yeah. cool yeah yeah it's pretty it's a pretty big deal so I'm, I'm glad that we have been able to provide calgary and surrounding areas uh with local music news and just let them know about bands and stuff like that like i was actually kind of scrolling through um some of the old episodes for groove talk just doing some website maintenance essentially today and just looking at some of the bands we've had on you know there's bands that don't even exist anymore and bands that are still going strong and some of my new favorite bands and it's all it was all there it was all very nostalgic and it was all really cool so yeah, that sounds like a good time. Yeah, so uh, I guess we're gonna do a little a little cheers to Groove Talk. We got our beers here, and Ooh, that was can, a nice sound. It, it was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, so cheers to Groove Talk. And if anybody, if you're out there listening, uh, and you got a beer with you, crack it open. Crack it open. Cheers to Groove Talk. Cheers. Okay. So wow. Sorry, that's... It's good, hey? That's interesting. I like it. Just for those of you who are listening, we just got some beers, and we're actually drinking the Big Rock Brewery uh, Gauss Getter, which is a gauss with salt and lime. It's really good. It's actually very refreshing, yeah. Yeah, it's part of their their summer pack. Yeah, even though it's December. It's fine. (laughs) The summer pack was on sale because it is December, so we got it. (laughs) Anyways, uh, I'm going to flip it over to you, Tierra. Ask your questions and let's uh, let's get this interview started. Cool. Well, uh, first of all, I would just like to know what made you interested in interviewing musicians? Um, so I've always been like a really, a really big music fan. I've always loved music. I've always... Uh, dabbled in making music. I played the bass when I was younger and I DJed and started dipping my toes into like electronic music production and stuff like that. So I've always been a really big music fan. Like I love music. I love live music. Uh, I think I've been to probably over a hundred concerts in my life, which is a pretty big deal. I would say that's quite a bit of concerts. It's quite a lot. Like, I don't know if it's, I don't know exactly the number, but, uh, I would say it's over a hundred for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So anyways, I've always been a fan of music. And actually, I was starting, when I was looking at starting podcasts, 
Um, the first idea I had was to do a travel podcast for these friends who were running a travel blog at the time. I had the idea while I was traveling in Costa Rica. I was like, wow, that would be a really neat idea to do a travel podcast. And then, um, yeah, so that was the first podcast that I ever did. But I also was like really deep into like making music at the time and doing music production. And I was actually working with this guy. His name is Adam Masonette. He's also known as Otter Otter in the music scene. He's a really awesome dude. Uh, so I was doing a lot of like collaboration with him. Like I was making beats and he was rapping over top of it. And I don't know, just through that experience and kind of like playing some shows with him and stuff, I just thought it would be neat to do a a show that was dedicated to like the music scene and showcasing the talented people that I know. So obviously Adam was my very first guest. He was guest number one, Otter Otter. Go back, listen to it. It's probably terrible. <laughs> that was actually going to be my next question is who was your first guest? Otter Otter, <laughs> Adam Masonette. Uh, I think it's actually Adam Leung now. So uh, he got married. But uh, yeah, so he was a very huge influence on actually why this podcast is even still going today. He was a huge influence on me musically and also just creatively he's a really awesome dude and i owe him a lot and uh yeah so that's why i started i was like i i know a lot of people who play in bands i actually didn't know that many people who played in <laughs> bands because i think after i think after like three episodes i was like i ran out of friends to talk to who play in bands <laughs> I, so I started having to reach out to actually other guests and stuff so yeah so um i know this wasn't your first podcast that you did but uh, in other podcasts, you've talked about how it's expanded, how you talk to people doing the podcast. So ha have you found that doing Groove Talk has expanded like your social circle in to include more musicians? Well, I mean, it definitely doing Groove Talk is probably the reason that I actually got so good at conversing with people. Uh, all the other podcasts I do are literally mostly just with my friends. They're not with strangers. <laughs> Whereas Groove Talk has almost exclusively been with strangers and people I don't know. So that's actually been way more beneficial than any of the other podcasts because it allows me to, it allowed me to step outside of my bubble and become more comfortable talking with strangers and with people I don't know. I always ha struggled with that when I was, well, actually for most of my life. And it's allowed me to kind of realize that, you know, everybody is very similar. They're all struggling with something. We all have challenges that we're facing in our day-to-day -day lives, no matter what you're doing. And we're all just normal people trying to do the best thing we can. And we all can connect on that very fundamental level, right? So honestly, Groove Talk has made it so that I have been able to communicate better with the people I know and also communicate better and feel more comfortable in social situations. Yeah. That's and also, I guess it has expanded my, sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it has because <laughs> I just remembered the original question. Um, this is weird being on this side, <laughs> but it has allowed, like it has uh, increased my circle of friends as well. And people I know, like the, the one that comes off the top of my head is Anthony from the Galacticas. Mm. Uh, he's a really awesome dude. And I've been on ski trips with him and I've been hiking with him and stuff. And, you know, it's always nice to be out at a show and somebody comes up to you and they're like, oh, hey, man. And, you know, they've been on the podcast or whatever. So, yeah, it's it's a cool, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that is something I noticed. Um, 
you know, when, when we first started going out in the summer, like two summers ago, and we'd go to all these shows and everybody'd be like, oh, hey, Cody. Oh, thank. I will just listen to the last episode of the podcast. And I'm just standing there like, how do you know all of these like really cool musicians? Mm. But uh, yeah, you kind of show me that they're all just, they're just people too. Yeah, no, all, like everybody, it's something I learned pretty quick on is that, you know, they're all just people. They all just want, they all just like people things, you know, nobody, <laughs> nobody that I've really talked to has had like any sort of ego about them. They all just want to put out their artwork and get some recognition for it, you know? Yeah. Have you ever, like, really, really wanted to interview somebody and then not gotten the chance? Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, anytime you... I, I'm cold calling people all the time, essentially, right? Yeah. So I send them an email, and they either respond or they don't. Um if they respond, great. If they don't, whatever. But then sometimes they also respond and then you start trying to plan something and it drops off as well. Um, so that was a lesson that I had to learn for sure that, uh, you know, you know, it's not going to work out with everybody. But uh, all the people that I have talked to, I've been incredibly thankful to talk to. Um, and I've been actually pretty fortunate to talk to some pretty big names, I guess, in the Calgary music scene. Uh like Misha and the Spanks, All Hands on Jane, uh, Matt Barry from X929. He does a lot for local musicians. Um, Graham Moseman was a real fun one, too. I don't know if he's like <laughs> as big a name, but it was real fun to talk to him. As, yeah, so people like that. It's been, it's been cool talking to people. Yeah. yeah. So I know you said earlier that you used to, you used to be a little bit worse at talking to people, mm. basically. Um, did you find that you had to overcome a lot of anxiety at first, or do you still struggle with that? I mean, I still struggle with it for sure. I still feel like I still get uh, like pre-show jitters almost. You, you've probably experienced it. Every time I go to a podcast, I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. Like, why? <laughs> why did I schedule this? Like, oh, okay, I guess I'm going to go do the podcast now. And I'm always like a little bit down about it. But then I get going, and I'm like, oh yeah, this is really fun, and I enjoy doing this. And this is awesome. And every single time I leave a podcast, for the most part, at least, if it was a good podcast, at least, I have a smile on my face. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fun. This is why I do it. It's just a chill. It's a hang. I get to find out about these people. I get to talk about what they're passionate about, what I'm passionate about. Like, yeah. it's always a good experience for sure. But in the in the beginning, I would definitely say it was a little bit more of a struggle to overcome that. Like, I would always get pretty worked up beforehand, and I would actually, like, write out lists of questions that I wanted to make sure that I went over and stuff like that but i found that that actually kind of took me away from the conversation because i would always try to make sure i'd be looking at the list of questions that i would have beside me and i wouldn't be really paying attention to what the people are saying i'm like okay what am i going to ask next instead of like being in the conversation and just like flowing off of what they said yeah um you, you you learn quickly that like conversation is an art and it <laughs> requires you to listen <laughs> yeah yeah that is actually something i had to learn coming out of high school because everything was all about me in high school you know how high schoolers are yeah i had to like actually learn how to like listen to people and not just wait for my turn to talk yeah and you'll have way better conversations with people if you listened if you listen to what they're saying and you build off of what they're saying and you go with it right oh yeah like uh, there's so many times where i'll like have a 
question like loaded in my mind and it'll be like you know on the back burner and i'm just kind of like listening to them talk or whatever and i'm like i'm like okay well when they stop i'll ask this but then for me listening to what they're saying i'll actually go off in a completely different direction ask a completely different question and i'll never get back to that question that i had like loaded in my brain (laughs) yeah that's totally fair yeah um so do you have any like tips or or strategies for people that are anxious about doing things things that they love but still give them anxiety like what how do you what are some strategies that you do when you when you feel anxious or like what do you think about i mean i just i would say like especially if it's if you're anxious doing something that you love just remember why you do it you know yeah i mean especially if it's a creative thing where you're putting yourself out there it can be hard sometimes. Like there's many times where I'm like half days where I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? It's so much work. Nobody's listening anyway. Like, why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through so much stress and anxiety for no reason? And then, like I said, I have those good conversations. I have those good podcast conversations and it just puts it into perspective why I'm doing it. And just, just, I, I would say that, yeah, if it is something that you love doing, just remember why you do it. It's because you love doing it. It's not because you get recognition for it. It's not because, um, you know, it's going to make you rich and famous. Or you're going to make money off of it. It's because at the end of the day, you really love doing it. And if you don't love doing it and it's giving you anxiety, maybe stop then. But <laughs> if it's something that you truly love to do, just remember that. Yeah. I know you talked a little bit about some of the guests that you had on earlier on during this podcast but um what what would what would you say like your top like i don't know like three or ten are three or ten that's a pretty big well i don't know if you have like a lot of favorites and you could do ten favorites and if you only have like a couple that come to mind then just do three Uh, i mean i have quite a big list i would say like i've like i said i've gotten to talk to so many cool people over the years and i found you know some of my new favorite bands from this podcast specifically um, so I guess some noteworthy guests that kind of stand out in my mind. Um, obviously Anthony and Will from the Galacticas, they've been on three times, four times now. And I love talking to them every single time. Uh, the first time I talked to them was like, I think it was episode 15 or something like that. So it was pretty early on in the podcast, but, uh, and then they were just recently on like episode 91 or something. Every time they release something, they hit me up and make sure that they come on the podcast because they love doing it. And I love talking to them because like from the get go, we talked and then we talked for probably about half an hour about Star Wars. And then every single podcast that we've done after, after that, we have about a half hour section where we talk about Star Wars. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why they're like, and also, like I said, Anthony's become like a friend of mine. We go on ski trips and get out like to the mountains together, which is real cool. So uh, yeah, the Galacticas have been awesome. I mean, my friend Andre, who makes music under the Wolf of Transylvania, he's also been on like three times. He's always a fun guy to talk to because we have just like really deep conversations about music. And I don't know if, if you know Andre, like when you first meet him, you might not expect him to be like the most profound and deep individual. But when you get him talking, especially when you get him talking about music, he just like is so 
wise. <laughs> He's such a wise person. And he, it's just like, I love talking to him because we just go deep on music. And it's just never feels like a struggle when I'm talking to him. It always just like is rolling off the tongue and stuff like that. Um, all the guys in radio that I've gotten to talk to. So that's uh, Matt Berry, Graham Moseman, and Adam Camus, who runs the CJSW. They've all been really interesting and real fun to talk to because they are radio personnel. So this is kind of what they do. So the conversations were always, there was never like a dull moment. And it's also was really cool to just get to know how radio stations operate, right? How yeah. being a host of a radio show works and like why they play the music they play and how just like the radio world works. Um, anybody who I've gotten to talk to about events so i'm thinking one specifically uh adrian uh from big winter classic okay uh that was the first i think event person that i talked to but that was one of the coolest interviews i think i've ever done on the show oh really it was so awesome and it got me involved with big so after that first interview i was like you know what i'm just gonna do some media for you guys because i like what you're about right so i started doing i think i talked to him at in early December and then after he was on I was like okay I'm going to do big winter Wednesdays and every Wednesday up until the festival I'm going to release a podcast with a band who's playing at the festival yeah. it was a lot of fucking work but I did <laughs> it and it was so rewarding because I got to like again some of my new favorite bands I got to find because of this one podcast and all the podcasts after it yeah. but it also made it so that like Adrian was so appreciative of what I had done he gave me a pass all weekend to the festival so I got to go for free which was awesome but like, I mean, Gone Cosmic, Heavy Dive, Long Time No Time, Misha, Misha and the Spanks, like Future Womb. I got to talk to all these bands because of the Big Winter Wednesdays that I were, was doing. And these are all some of my like uh, go-to bands now for sure. Yeah. So that was really cool. And also Jenna and Jacob at Slam Festival. That was really awesome. And again, it kind of got me involved with Slam Festival. And I actually had a really big part in this year's slam festival which was online it was all yeah. virtual and stuff and but you did your you did your first live yeah we did the first live groove talk on air with aruba which was neat and again it wouldn't have come if i didn't just talk to these people because mm -hmm. i talked to them about slam 2019 and i was like hey you know just in passing i was like if you guys ever need like help with media i'm available and i would love to help out because i learn about these organizations and I like what they're doing, right? Yeah. So I like what Big Winter Classic does for the Calgary music scene. I love what Slam Festival does for the Calgary music scene and Calgary in general. So I offer my services and then I get like deeply involved with these festivals and it's just such a good time. Yeah. No, I've definitely seen that during these times of you just being like you're stressed, but you're excited. Oh, it's awesome. And it's like, it's a lot of work, but it's like, it's cool to get recognized for the work that you are doing. Oh yeah, definitely. So like when these festivals and stuff like that reach out and they're like, hey, we need somebody to do media for us. Would you be interested? Yeah. I, I love it when I get the opportunities like that. Yeah. Um, I guess another couple just noteworthy guests would be, I don't, cause I, we could talk about, <laughs> we could sit here all day. <laughs> Talking about some of the, the guests I've had. But uh, Crooked Spies were good early on ones. Free the Cynics. Uh, Rich is awesome. And it, we, we've done all of our podcasts exclusively in bars. So that's been kind of cool. <laughs> um, I Am the Mountain. When I got to talk to I Am the Mountain, that was awesome. Because they're now one of my favorite local bands. I Am the Mountain just absolutely pops off. I love them. They're 
definitely one of my favorite bands. Not even just favorite local, just favorite, hands down. Yeah. Um, the one, the, honestly, the one, the most recent episode I did with Dave from the Night Terrors was really fun. Because, yeah. again, he we just sat there and nerded out about music. And he was like, yo, I listened to your show. I'm a fan. This is a real cool experience for me getting to be on your podcast. And him saying that to me was just like, holy crap, I can't believe somebody's actually excited to do this thing. Like That is that is really cool that some that you're like you almost had like a fan moment. Oh, I did. And I was it was awesome because like it doesn't happen a lot with podcasts, right? So anytime anybody says that they listen to the podcast or they're like, Hey, I listened to that episode with blah blah blah, it's like, Oh, thank you. Somebody's <laughs> listening. Like <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I mean, like, all, honestly, all all of the podcasts have been unique in their own way. And there's maybe I could I couldn't even count on one hand how many bad podcasts there have been. Probably the ones that I didn't think turned out well. Fair. Yeah. Have those been mostly due to like noise issues uh, or just like when you ask a question, then they just answer and it's not very like flowy yeah it's more it more has to do with the people i'm interviewing Mm. if they feel like it's more like an interview and they're not willing to have the conversation with me and willing to go on the journey with me it's a little bit more difficult right uh noise issues or whatever i can personally when i'm having the conversation can always get over noise issues (laughs) i don't know what the audio quality sounds like afterwards and i'm sure some people just fucking hate it (laughs) when i do like podcasts in a bar or whatever but every time i listen back to those podcasts because i listen to all the podcasts i record because i have to do an edit on it Every time I listen to those podcasts that have a little bit more background noise, I'm still personally engaged by it. So I think that it's okay, you know? Okay. Because I'm still putting out a product that I would be interested in. And that's my goal, right? Like, I am trying to put out a product that other people want to consume, right? But I'm also putting out a product that I'm proud of. And even with that background noise, I'm still engaged and I'm still proud of it, then it's fine in my books. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's going to have different opinions on that. Some people (laughs) are podcast purists and they can't deal with any background noise whatsoever, but I'm not like that, so. Okay, fair enough. So uh, what what are some, like, challenges or, like, hardships that you've come up against? Like, I know, for example, that this last spring especially with the pandemic and everything like you kind of took a little bit of a hiatus Um, uh yeah no uh, i mean uh there's a lot of challenges that go with producing a podcast and i'm not just producing a podcast because i'm like i obviously like to torture myself a little bit and i've (laughs) constructed this whole podcast network that i'm deeply involved in i'm doing most of the work for um so honestly the biggest challenge that i've had is that most of the time and especially for groove talk it's just me right i'm the only one who's here i'm the host i edit everything i do the videos i do the artwork for the most part if there's any unique artwork otherwise i'm just pulling it from the internet i do all the write-ups i do everything you know i do all the social media so that's the biggest challenge that i come up against and then you know there's other smaller things like the the thing that happened to me in May it was just it was trying to find the motivation to continue on because the pandemic was happening bands and stuff weren't doing things so it was kind of hard for me to reach out to bands and get them to come and be interviewed because they didn't have anything going on they had no shows they had no music that they were making everything kind of just went on pause 
So it was really hard to um, come up with content. And I know I tried to do some some shows that were just like kind of solo shows and, you know, and they, they were all right, but they weren't why I do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. They weren't me getting to talk to bands and that's why I do this. So I just had to kind of take, put it on pause, step back, remember why I do it and then continue forward. Do you think that that pause made you better in the long run? even though you weren't putting out material on a schedule anymore? No, 100%. I, I definitely think that it did. It, um, it gave me perspective. And it made it so... It just made me remember why I do it. And I, I've talked about it before, but I've, I had this idea of like how a podcaster was kind of supposed to be, you know, they were supposed to put out episodes on the regular and blah, blah, blah. And this is what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be on all the social medias and shit. And I was really trying to kind of live up to that expectation. And I just, it was causing me a lot of stress and it made me honestly kind of almost abandon the project altogether and not even just groove talk but all the other podcasts and the podcast network and stuff like that and i'm super happy i did not do that but uh it just kind of gave me the chance to kind of reflect on why i do it and what how i would like to see the show moving forward and honestly i i said i don't i'm not going to release things on a schedule anymore but the way that i'm releasing them now have kind of fallen back to that natural schedule anyway uh which is kind of neat to see do you feel like now, even though it's on a schedule, that um, you don't feel that pressure of like trying to keep up with the schedule? You just it happens naturally it, now. It just yeah, exactly. It happens naturally now, and I'm not trying to keep like I am trying to keep up with it because I'm on a roll right now, and I want to kind of. I got a lot of stuff in the like in the bank, which I like to have, and I'm trying to keep up with that. But it just happened naturally, yeah, because I was like just willing to put in the work in a different way now. And it didn't feel like work anymore. It like kind of reignited my passion for it. And it felt more like, again, that passion project that it was originally and it still is. So That's really cool. Yeah. It's cool that uh, that taking a break did that yeah. for you. And on, honestly, I must say that it was a lot of the, the stuff. It wasn't the podcasts themselves. It was the stuff that go around podcasting that was stressing me out. Yeah. Like the schedule, like the social media garbage and numbers and stuff like that. And honestly, I was on, you know facebook twitter instagram i was trying to do reddit stuff i was trying to do minds which was this this, this, this new social media platform and shit but uh, i was on all of it and it was just causing me stress so honestly i just stepped away from the social media aspect of it i use instagram now and that's yeah. the that is the social media platform that you can connect with me the most on or that you can find me the most active on because honestly all the other posts on the other social media platforms just come from Instagram. And that has been a huge step forward for my personal mental health and also uh, keeping the love of this project going for sure. Yeah, that's good. Mental health seems to be like a big topic currently in like current events right now. Mm. And it's good that you found that like balance between having this big project that you do the vast majority, if not all of the work for um that balance between that and uh, also your mental health yeah and that was always really important right because this isn't my job this is (laughs) 
something that I do for fun. And I was stressing myself out over it, uh, stressing myself out over it, which was not healthy and not good in the long run. Right. So, um, yeah, it was, it was finding that balance really. And would I love to do this professionally? Obviously it would be (laughs) the, a dream come true if I would, could do this professionally and if i could sink the proper amount of time into it yeah that i would like to but i can't but i still enjoy doing it and i still want to enjoy doing it so yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah uh so how did you how do you find bands to interview do you just like go and like do like random deep dives into people's Instagrams or Facebooks and be like, oh, they follow this person who follows this person. Hey, this is a band I haven't heard of. Uh, personally, it's mostly through what people are doing on social media. So if they're active, if they're playing a lot of shows or they have like an album coming out soon, that's they're usually on my radar. Okay. Um, especially if they have music coming out or they're releasing an EP or an album because they're more likely to want to come on the podcast because they're promoting something then, right? It's the same if they have a big show coming up or something like that. But it's it's mostly through social media and seeing that they're active in the music scene. They're active on social media and they are doing things. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, I, it's about the music after, right? It's after I kind of discover them. And if they agree to be on the show even, then that's when I kind of delve into their music a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly probably 90% of it is just purely through social media and seeing, you know, are they playing a lot of shows? Do they have something coming out or something like that? So fair. And And I I guess currently it's more, do they have things coming out rather than playing the show? Yeah. And are they still just active on social media? Right. Right. Because a lot of bands have either not made it through this pandemic or just have gone on complete hiatus until shows start up again. Because a lot of bands, especially at the local level, Uh, are doing it to play the shows and have a good time right yeah there's like maybe maybe only 25 percent of the bands in the local music scene are actually trying to take a legitimate swing at it you know what i mean yeah so that's that's fair so how do you find the balance between podcasts and like your personal life i don't know i mean like I said, this is something that I enjoy doing. So I really just kind of listen to uh, what my gut tells me, I guess. Do I need to take some time off and just chill and maybe watch something on Netflix or play video games or whatever? And if my gut is telling me yes, then I do that. Do I need to get some work done? Um, do I have something coming out right away? If the answer is yes, then I try and do that. But I just really try to listen to kind of what uh, my gut is telling me, I guess. And I mean, I, I'm pretty fortunate because I get, you know, I get two half an hour breaks at work and I've pretty much dedicated all that working time to editing podcasts right so on my breaks i sit there and i eat lunch and i edit podcasts and stuff and that's been very very beneficial for me because it allows because i'm in that work mindset anyway i'm in that get stuff done mindset anyway so um yeah but when it comes to at home it's just very much listening to my gut you know sometimes i can delve into it and i can just hammer out some shit and like 
an hour, two hours, and then it's done or whatever. But sometimes I have those days where I just really need to, you know, not do anything and maybe watch Netflix or play video games or something. It's all just like listening to my body, my mental state and like, yeah, like my gut. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Do you, have you found any like conflict in that area or are you pretty good about it? I mean, obviously there's, there's always going to be conflict. I feel, I mean, sometimes you're going to push yourself too hard in one direction or the other, right? It's all about finding that balance. Uh, Sometimes you're not doing enough and sometimes you're doing too much. (laughs) It's finding the balance. So, yeah. So completely off topic. Have you had very many bands contact you wanting to be on the show? I know you said that, that Anthony does when his band is releasing something, but do you find other bands also Uh, contact you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Dave, the, from the night terrors, he contacted me actually, and actually got hooked up with this guy called uh, from Asher, Asher media relations. He's a, I think a metal, like metal music promoter or media specialist for out of Quebec but he used to shoot me emails all the time with, hey, I have this band coming through Calgary. Do you want to interview them or whatever? And I've had a couple other bands reach out to me and uh, just send me their stuff. And usually, honestly, if you email me and you're like, hey, can I be on your podcast? I think pretty much 100% of the time, the answer has been yes. And they have been <laughs> on the podcast. Um, Science is Fiction is one of the people who reached out to me. Uh, Elf reached out to me again. That was just public. They're they're like media specialist person reached out to me and like, can they be on your podcast? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I mean, if you reach out to me and you want to be on the show, chances are I'm going to say yes. That's pretty so, cool. But yeah, people do reach out for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. So that sounds. What you just said sounds like you also interview bands that aren't from Calgary. Yeah, so, I mean, if there's a tour touring band coming through, for sure, and if they want to be on the podcast, I'll have them on the podcast for sure. It's not exclusively a local music podcast. It's just easier to do local musicians because I live in Calgary, and I really like doing in-person interviews uh, over, like, online or Skype interviews. I feel like you can just... There's something about in-person interviews that feel more personable and you feel like the conversation gets going in more interesting places because you're not worried about cutting people off in a weird way or talking over each other and stuff. Like it still happens, but it's more natural and it can be avoided easier because you have all those social cues from being in the same room with people. Um, But I feel the, the one band that reached out to me, or did I reach out to them? I don't remember. Um, anyways, the FAPs, they're from Saskatoon or Moose Jaw or something like that. They're the one touring band so far that I've had on the podcast. <laughs> That's still pretty cool. Yeah. I've talked to some bands from like Ontario, Montreal, and I've actually even talked to a band from England. Um, but those were more like bonus episodes, phone conversations, which I'm not a fan of doing at all. I've done a couple phone conversation, like podcasts or interviews, and I hate it. It sounds so much like an interview, and I hate that fact. And I, <laughs> I just, I try to make this feel like a conversation that you're in the room for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of like an interview. So it's really hard to do that over the phone. So I really hate phone interviews and conversations. 
Do you think that maybe that's also part of the reason that you kind of took a little bit of a break? Because we couldn't have people in our house and, and so, and you don't really like to do the phone or the Skype or, or whatever. Yeah, that is part of the reason for sure. And like like I said, the other part was just people weren't doing anything and they weren't interested about in being interviewed about their musical projects <laughs> that they weren't doing, you know? So um, I since have actually become pretty good at doing Skype or over the internet. I don't even use Skype, so it's not Skype interviews, but Google Hangouts interviews <laughs> or whatever. Uh, the one with the Night Terrors was done online. The one with I'm releasing one in January with Kate Stevens. That was all done online as well. So I've gotten uh, better at doing those. And part of my hesitation about online interviews was just the technological capabilities that I have because my computer, my laptop is old as shit. (laughs) So I had to figure out a way that I could still get the audio quality from the recording on my laptop without... um, So I had to figure out how to do... The online interview, basically not through my laptop. So basically all I do is I do the interview on my phone and I record my part through my laptop and I just get my guests to also record their part. That's fair. And then they send me the audio and then I splice it together. And that kind of got around the problem of me having a shitty laptop. So is the does the editing for those types of interviews take a lot longer? Uh, It can take a little longer. Yeah, it depends. Uh, it depends on a lot of things. Some of the editing process is goes off without a hitch. It basically it's just like listening to the podcast again, and some require heavier edit. A heavier edit. It depends on you know kind of silences and technological issues. Like sometimes there's audio glitches again, just from me having a shitty old laptop. So I try to edit all those out. And sometimes it's easy to edit it out, and sometimes it happens right in the middle of an important point that these people are trying to make and it's like you know sometimes you have to leave them in at that point but yeah so some do take require a little bit more of a heavy edit than others but for the most part it's just like it maybe takes me an extra 15 minutes to an hour like listening back to the recording so it's like the recording time plus 15 minutes to an hour so right. so they don't get a very uh huge edit i would say it's mostly just to get out like i said audio glitches and flubs and stuff like that so that's fair yeah yeah there's never any censorship i would like to say that it's never (laughs) the edit never happens based on anything anybody has ever said i never censor anybody i let everybody get their points out and across and that will always be something that i will feel inclined to do for sure yeah well that's good that's a good policy to go by Mm. Yeah. So, do you have uh, do you have any last thoughts that you'd like to share with your listeners? Um, I mean, the the only thing I guess I would like to touch on is I guess kind of how Groove Talk got its name. I guess maybe if you don't know this, it's kind of a treat. But when I was starting the podcast, I actually picked Groove Talk purely based off of Star Talk Radio. Um, I don't even listen to that podcast, but I just thought that like Groove Talk and Star Talk were like, you know, it's like a cool podcast name. So actually the first um, logo, I guess, podcast logo that I had was it said Groove Talk and it was just basically a black background with a bunch of white dots on it. (laughs) 
to kind of imitate like star talk because that's where i grew, took the inspiration for the name so for the first like i don't know 10 episodes or so that was the logo and it was pretty hilarious <laughs> maybe for this episode you should just put that old logo up uh i don't even have it anymore to be honest with you it's just i don't even know where to find it if you want to see it honestly you can go to just go to episode one or like it, one to five the picture for the episode is that old logo so nice. if you do want to check it out you can it's on the internet uh it's bad because it was made i think in ms paint <laughs> So, yeah. But I, I also, I guess I should just say thank you to all the people who have really wanted to contribute to the podcast because I've had help with, like, you know, logos and uh, artwork and stuff like that. And so a big thank you to all the people who do reach out and do want to contribute because it means a lot. Because it's, I, um, it's hard to do all the things on your own, especially when I'm not very like graphically graphic design inclined or whatever. So that's the part I struggle with the most, I would say. So anybody who offers up their services in that, in that aspect and that regards, it's, it's a huge thank you and a huge like weight off my shoulders, especially also actually when bands provide me with like a media package <laughs> that contains like artwork and their most recent songs and maybe their most recent midi uh, music video and like the links to all their social media and stuff like that. That is so helpful. I cannot <laughs> like iterate how helpful that is. And if every band could provide me with that when they came on for the podcast, that'd be amazing. And just, I guess a tip to any band out there who wants to take out like a real swing at things have a media package it will make the media love you so much more and they will be in your corner and if the media is in your corner you're going to get more exposure <laughs> it's like having a free person uh out there advocating for you who has their own platform that's so invaluable but it's like media packages make such a huge difference on that so like honestly if you're a new band or a young band and you're like trying to take a swing at this music thing, come up with like just a tiny media package. Anything, honestly, it helps so much. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. So this has been a pretty cool episode seeing as the hundredth episode. Yeah, a hundred episodes is a pretty big deal, like I said. So I hope that I don't know, I guess I hope that you got a little bit more background information into like how things work here at uh, Groove Talk. I really kind of wanted you, the listener, to get a behind the scenes, I guess, look for this hundred episode, hundredth episode. And I would just like to say that I'm really excited for what next year has in store for me. This hundredth episode is coming out in December of 2020, so it's the end of the year. I thought it would be really fun to end it off on episode 100, and we're going to continue forward into 2021, and we're coming in strong. We already have the two podcasts uh, scheduled for the January release. We'll be talking to Kate Stevens, and we'll also be talking to Ben and Ben from the yyc basement sessions podcast so that was a pretty fun conversation um so yeah i'm really excited for what 2021 has in store for groove talk and all the other podcasts that i am involved with and this was this was cool yeah actually since we're talking about all the other podcasts what other podcasts do froggy style do 
does frog does fro- the network froggy style productions do <laughs> <laughs> that was really hard that was harder than it should have been <laughs> so yeah i guess i should maybe clear this up because on social media i mostly post under froggy style productions uh so froggy style productions is the podcast network it includes podcasts such as groove talk such as this is your brain on podcasts um, and we will be adding possibly two or three more podcasts in the new year. We have the last pod bender, which will be coming out on February 1st of 2021. That is a podcast about Avatar The Last Airbender. We also will have In a Galaxy Not So Far Away coming out on May 4th of 2021 and that is a podcast about star wars and then we are also looking uh, to add a podcast called marvel at us and not sure exactly on the release date of that one but that'll be a podcast about marvel (laughs) so a lot of pop culture podcasts coming in the year 2021 but yeah i guess i should clear that up froggy style productions is the podcast network groove talk is the podcast I am the host of Groove Talk, and I also run Froggy Style Productions, so it gets kind of confusing a little bit, but uh, that is how I have laid it out, because uh, that's how I wanted to do it, so. Yeah, it's a very sleek system you got. Uh, it's, it's taken some time to get there, for sure. It's uh, gone through many different iterations of, of things, and I guess just a little background information on that is I used to make music, I used to DJ under the uh, pseudonym pseudonym no maybe not the alias of froggy style i used to be froggy style and when i started doing podcasts i already had like 50 followers or so on facebook so i was like eh instead of making a whole new facebook thing let's change this over to froggy style productions and (laughs) then i started releasing the podcast through that facebook page and yeah so that's kind of why i stuck with it and maybe why it's a little confusing but uh i've grown it into something that i am proud of and i like the freedom that kind of doing it the way i did gave me because it gave me the freedom to add podcasts to an already established network with an already established audience yeah that was cool um, sorry, just to backtrack a little bit. Do you not also have another podcast that is only available to Patreons? Uh, to patrons on yeah. Patreon? Yeah, I guess I, uh, we can go through that too. Uh, if you would like to support Froggy Style Productions or the podcasts that we do, you can do so at patreon.com slash fsproductions. FS Productions, Froggy Style Productions. That's why it's FS Productions, because Froggy Style. Anyways, um, so all the all the money that give it, gets given to the podcast network is used directly to add new podcasts, improve on old podcasts, and stuff like that. But as a reward through um, Patreon, if you are a $3 a month donor, you do gain access to a bonus podcast. Uh, it's called the Anarchist Book Club. And basically all it is, is it's short stories um, and we're actually going to be getting into some like more audiobook style stuff as well uh, through it. But it's a bi-monthly podcast, so you get two podcasts a month and it's uh, either 
a short story or like a chapter from a book or something. So yeah, um, if that's something you're interested in, you can check out our Patreon page. Yeah, I think that was all the stuff. Yeah. Also, like all the links for that will be in the episode notes. Um, you know, if you donate $1 a month, you get early, unedited, and ad-free access to all the shows that get released through Froggy Style Productions. So that includes this show, Groove Talk. And usually those get posted up to a month in advance. So if you want to listen to the show first and you want to listen to it without ads and you don't want uh, any edit out on it whatsoever, <laughs> all I do to the shows that get posted through Patreon is I make sure that the audio quality is good, but I don't do an edit on it. So if you're interested in that, that's $1 a month, $3 a month. Like I said, you get that bonus podcast and all the other the, the early access to the episodes and if you're a big spender and you want to give me five dollars a month or you want to give the podcast network five dollars a month you get a personal shout out at the beginning of each episode of every podcast that gets released through froggy style productions you probably heard it on this episode so <laughs> if you would like to be one of those people who has their names read you can do so cool yeah so uh, again, I guess just a big thank you to you, Tierra, for taking the time to chat with me. Yeah, no, this was actually really cool. I'm like very honored that I get to be on the 100th episode. That's a, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a pretty, pretty big milestone. I never thought that it would go this far and we'll be getting into our fifth year of production in the year 2021. Wow. So that's a, that's a pretty big deal. I'm cool. I'm glad that I've stuck with it. Well, cheers to you and the podcast network. Yeah, another cheers and uh, check out Groove Talk uh, in the future. And also check out some of the other podcasts that are on the Froggy Style Productions Network because they're all good in their own way. And I'm all, I'm very excited for some of the new ones that will be coming out. So yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So check out those. And uh, thank you. Thank you to you, the dear listener, for sticking it out with us and giving feedback and leaving ratings and reviews on the podcast apps and stuff like that. And especially to the people who do donate through Patreon, you guys are awesome. So I never thought that anybody would be willing to give me anything or do <laughs> like, I just thought I was doing this to nobody. So it's really, it's an honor. And I know I say it a lot, but it actually means the world to me when people comment or leave ratings and reviews or are willing to go that extra mile and just tell me that they listen to the show it means a lot so thank you very much to you dear listener i would not be doing this if it was not for you so thank you very much If you like this episode of Groove Talk, why not leave a review? You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Help us break through those evil algorithms and reach the most amount of glorious listeners that we possibly can. For up-to-date information on the show, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can find us at Froggy Style Productions. For more ways to support the show, visit fsproductions.ca.